Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Welcome to this week's How To Tuesday. I have my favorite guest here, Turner Roland. Guide extraordinaire, going to teach us how to call in an elk today. Turner, what do you got for us? Well, um, there are a few different ways you can do it, a few different um, strategies. There are two main strategies, is what I would say, a, a, a cow call-based approach and a, a bugle-based approach. And um, basically the, the two basic things about those are a bugle is a, is a kind of fighting call from another male and a cow call is a uh, breeding call from a female. So, um, you know, you can you can start out even doing a hybrid approach, doing a kind of a cow call and bugle strategy, which is what I like to do. Um, so say you have a bull bugling down this drainage, which is just, you know, the intersection of two ridges at a creek, mm-hmm. which is very common place for elk to, to be in and to be doing their thing. So if you have a an elk bugle in this drainage and it, whether he's with cows or without cows, doesn't, doesn't really matter for this purpose. You want to basically get as close to him as possible before calling. I see a lot of people, um, even on, you know, some hunting videos kind of bugling their way to the elk and they're just thinking, you know, well, he's, he's bugling back. He's bugling back. Like I'm doing the right thing. But what you want to do is you want to get right in his back door and then you want to either make him mad or make him want to breed. So, you know, my favorite way to do it is make making him mad because I just like to make a lot of noise. Um, so if you want to make him mad, you want to bugle a lot, that's great. Um, get in his back door, throw out a bunch of aggressive bugles. There's really not much point in, in bugling, just kind of soft, really get at it. You want to get in there within ideally 100 yards in his bubble, bugle at him. And he can either come running to you or just kind of look at you. And he may get a little mad. Another strategy is um, 
kind of closing strategy. It's to take a tree branch and kind of scrape it up and down um, a tree. Sim- like basically doing the same thing as when an elk scrapes his, his antlers, which is kind of a, a sign saying, okay, well, let's fight. Um, if you're doing kind of like a, like an estrus mew, basically what, what cows do on, you know, when they're in estrus, you do want to do the same thing. Just close the distance as fast as possible. And then you want to cow call. Um, same thing with cow calling. A lot of people make a mistake is um, just cow calling their way to the elk. But all that's doing is letting the elk know exactly where you are at all times. Mm. Um, you know, play the wind. Usually um, you can play the wind real well with what are called thermals. So typically the the wind is going to be coming down the mountain in the morning and then up the mountain in the afternoon. So if you have a, you know, a bull above you, you know, in the morning, that's a good thing. Um, and then if you have a bull below you in the morning, typically not a good thing. So you want to either wait or circle around and just play the wind real carefully. Um, I, I don't, I'm not too afraid of making a lot of noise because, you know, if you've, if you've ever elk hunted and gotten into elk, um, they make a lot of noise when they come through the woods. And I've, I've even had elk come to me when I'm walking to them and don't even really know they're there, <laughs> um, which is can be really exciting. And so when you call an elk in, you, you know they're coming. So um, I would say the biggest, another another big thing I see a lot of people doing, um, kind of making mistakes are is not being ready all the time. So when you start calling, like it's game on. Like you want to have an arrow knocked or, um, you know, if you're hunting in a wilderness area during the rut, um, pretty deep back there there's some like the bob marshall wilderness area in montana allows you to rifle hunt during the rut um so if you're calling even then you know have a you know have your safety on and a a, you know a a bullet in the chamber um but always be ready play the wind get right in his back door and either make him mad or make him want to breed as i would say are the two biggest things all right so let's talk about get right in his back door what do you mean exactly so um all right, you have a bull bugling in this drainage. You hear him. You know exactly where he is. Even if you really don't know where it is, you know, you can still throw out a couple bugles and try to locate him. But don't, you know, you want to throw out as, as few bugles as you can when you're not in that in that bubble. But really a a bull doesn't want to fight typically. Like he he can get mad and you can kind of make him want to fight, but he doesn't typically want to fight. Like he wants to breed. And if you get in the way of him breeding, then he's going to want to fight. And so that's how you bugle him in. You kind of have to get in the way of him wanting to breed. And the way you do that is get really close to him and then bugle really aggressively. Like you're the bull that is getting in the way of him breeding. Um, the another like big thing about it is that when you are bugling, he's going to be looking for you. Like he wants to see you. So in places like, um, the Missouri breaks in Montana, um, like you're not going to be able to call really at all because you're going to call and he's going to look at you. He's going to look for you. He's going to look for that bull that's making that noise and he's not going to see you and he's going to run off in the other direction. So make sure if you are calling the best place to call a bull in is like super thick timber and dark timber, which, um, is great. Cause then you can hear him coming. You can kind of look for him and you can kind of see him. And 
you know, get ready. Cause especially you have you, if you have a, um, you know, a, your client or your buddy 50 yards in front of you and you're 50 yards behind him calling, they may run, run your buddy right over. <laughs> um, they, I mean, they, if, uh, you know, if you bugle them in, they're going to come in stiff legged. So you also got to be careful about, you know, making moves and, and doing that, it's a really effective strategy to have your buddy 50 yards in front of you because you can be scraping a tree and beating up a tree, um, and he can be looking for that bull. And then, you know, out of the corner of his eye, he sees your buddy draw, and he's just going to kind of look at him. You know, he's going to maybe think it's a cow or a, a bull. They don't have the best eyesight. Mm-hmm. So you can, you know, they with a whitetail or a turkey, it's pretty hard to shoot them standing up. Um, but, I mean, as long as... As long as you don't move, they can walk right past you, which is pretty cool. <laughs> um, but they do have just an absolutely terrific sense of smell. So, um, yeah, just be careful about um, about movement once they're looking at you, though. Um, but I had a I had a client I called a bull in um, for him about thirty four yards, um, a really nice wide six by six, and he drew back and everything perfect and his head was right behind a tree when he drew back. So everything was perfect. And, um, you know, there's, there are a few things that you can do once he does stop. Cause he stopped dead when his head was right behind a tree. He was kind of done looking. He, he was bugling. We were bugling back and forth for 15 minutes probably. Mm-hmm. And, um, he was just kind of tired of looking. He didn't see anything. And, and so, um, I started, you know, mewing a little bit with a cow call and, um, you know, beating up a tree a little bit. And that can kind of be a little bit of a closer. Um, also, I mean, just, I've seen, I've seen some guys, you know, call bulls in with, with, uh, just like a a half bugle, but really aggressively. And then they're just kicking the ground. Hmm. So, I mean, elk make a lot of noise. So while you're calling, you're trying to imitate an elk, you can make a lot of noise, but make noise that an elk would make, you know, (laughs) don't just, don't just go walking around. Um, but also don't, don't be afraid to close the gap because if you don't close the gap, then you're you're really not going to call an elk in. Like you, it's, I mean, Corey Jacobson can call an elk from 500 yards away probably, but that that's probably it. Like he's probably the only one. Um, and I mean, I, at least in the area that I'm hunting. Um, so closing the gap is number one thing, just like turkey hunting, just like Graham likes to say, you got to get in their bubble or else they're not interested. Like it's just, they have other turkeys, they have other elk they can go right. to. You're only going to pull them so far. Yeah. Like it's, it's very effective, but only for so far. And then either they get bored or they're, they're leaving something behind them. And they're only going to walk away so far before they are going to choose to go back. Right. Right. And especially if you're bugling, they're not going to, I mean, when they're, when the only thing on their mind are cows, they're not going to, you know, go 300 yards to fight another bull when they can go a hundred yards and, and breed some cows. Mm. Um, but you know, another big thing is I see people kind of being like timid to, to get super close to them cause they're making a lot of noise, but mm-hmm. I mean, as long as you're kind of, especially if you're not another buddy with you, you have four legs, so just kind of pace your walking. I mean, it's it doesn't take a lot to sound like an elk. Like elk are super loud coming through the timber, so just you know, walk and pace your pace your walk like a four legged animal would, and 
I mean, you can walk right up, right up to them within, you know, within dark timber, you can walk, you know, within 50 yards of them. If you don't, if they don't see you, hmm. you know, they just hear you. Um, so you get, you get right there and, and you just bugle as aggressively you can. And, and he's probably coming, you know, if, if some, if you're having a barbecue and, um, some guy, you know, and you have your wife and your family out there and, and some guy from across the street starts yelling stuff, you know, at your wife, you're probably just going to be like, man, that guy's, you know, I'm not even going to, not even going to mess with him. It's not worth it. But if some guy comes in and breaks into your backyard and starts yelling stuff at your wife, then you're going to come and you're going to beat him up. Right? <laughs> so that's the, that's the thing. You gotta, you gotta go in his backyard and you gotta, take you gotta his, talk to him his a ribs. Bit. Yeah. You gotta <laughs> take his ribs. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's some great tips. And, uh, you know, I guess, I guess we could close it out by which, which is more satisfying to, um, shoot an elk with a bow or with a gun? Oh man, for me, with a bow, hundred percent. Because it's, it's during the rut, they're bugling. I mean, you can you can shoot an elk with a rifle during the rut too, and you know if you're X amount of miles back from a wilderness area in some places, but it's it's not the same. It's not the same. Yeah, the bow hunting sounds awesome. All right, great tips. Thank you, Turner. All right, thank you.